You are listening to the No Formula Podcast, episode number 43. Welcome back to where we chat with a different entrepreneur every week, from app developers, sales experts, and coaches to authors and social media influencers. We focus on their journeys, how they built their businesses, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Together, we confirm that there is no formula to success. I want to thank all the listeners that have been supporting the No Formula podcast. Be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts to let me know what you think about the interviews. And don't forget to subscribe. In this episode, we chat with Kendall Joshua, a songwriter, music producer, and rapper. Her passion for music started at a young age, and at just 19 years old, she's released her own albums, built a loyal fan base, produced music, and created a brand around her passion and her values. We discuss how she approaches her music career like an entrepreneur. Kendall also reveals how she built her brand and what she would do if she had to restart in the music industry. Check out Kendall at KJ the Revolution on Instagram, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Here is a snippet of her song, Fire and Ice. I'm KJ the Revolution, here to give you reperfusion. Put an end to this confusion, do not jump to no conclusions. Let's fire ice. Both burn if the temperature's right. Gotta understand this about life. You don't get this, you don't get life. Fire, ice. Hi, Kendall. Thank you so much for joining us on the No Formula podcast. Hey, Laura. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great, and I'm so glad that you're here. For everyone listening, it's Kendall's birthday today, so happy birthday to you, and thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) I kind of just want to jump into this interview with your passion for music. Can you tell us how that all started? Yeah, um, so when I was uh, really young, like around six, when I was like six, I had um, gotten, I was gifted a MIDI keyboard from my parents for Christmas. And for MIDI keyboards, you have to plug that into a software program. So the first one that was out at the time was GarageBand. Mm -hmm. And my dad had a Mac computer so I was able to make little songs <laughs> and little tracks with that Mac and Aww. that MIDI keyboard. So, At six years old. Uh-huh. So I, yeah, it was started, I started really young. I just like grabbed so much. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just good at making music. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I started do, using the that MIDI software. And then as things progressed, I got Logic Pro. Oh, I'm so sorry about that noise. That's okay. okay. As things progressed, I got Logic Pro. And with that, I started making official tracks. And sure enough, I started getting into the studio. Uh, my friend and I uh, in middle school, his name is Trillian. We had a group called the Phenom Society. Mm-hmm. And I was producing, he was rapping, but I began rapping when I realized that I had so much beats, but I can't sell them to everybody. So I started to do the rapping also to fill in the beats. And I, it worked out because I've always been good at poetry, but I never mm-hmm. had the confidence to be a rapper, but I just said, oh, why not try it? And then I really liked it and started to do both. So, yeah. And look at you now. 
Okay, before we get into your current success, I want to talk about more about like how you were helping your friend produce music. Can you tell us more about what those tasks entailed? Because I think people don't realize like you had to like write music and not just the lyrics, but also the music. So can you tell us more about that? Sure. So being a producer, because that's how I started out. Um, I don't read, I read drum music because I was in band, um, mm-hmm. I was in a school band, but I read, I don't read music, music like that. If you gave me a bunch of keyboard notes, I wouldn't be able to read it. I probably learned a few, but I forgot. So I did it just by pressing keys and finding out what sounds I like the most. Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's how most producers, you could ask a lot of producers, like even the mainstream ones and stuff, yeah. how we do that. That's how we do it now. We're not, not everyone's reading music and like all the old heads are going to be like, oh, well, this is why it sucks now because <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read. But it's not even like that. It's just, we just hear, you can go things based off of ear and perf- and and it could be perfect. So what the producing entailed was just, um, using a software de- a software program and using MIDI devices. So that would be the keyboards and you can make drum tracks, any kind of instrument off of just using a keyboard. So the writing came, like I said, uh, quick, pretty quickly too, uh, when I was producing for my friend uh, I would make so many beats for him, and then I would sell some to other artists around my area. Oh. Yeah, I was somebody doing that. Um, but also, I was kind of selfish because I like when I saw, heard something really good, I would like keep it to myself because I wanted to write something <laughs> to it. So if something was a little like mediocre, then I would give it to sell it to someone. But if something sounded like really good, I say I'll tr- I want to try this. If I'm not good at it, then yeah, I'll sell it. But if I like, I like how this sounds, so I'll try to write to it, because I've been good at poetry, but like I said, mm-hmm. I didn't really have confidence to get on stage and rap, so I kind of forced myself to be on the stage, and, and, yeah, and do you, start with both. Yeah, you start with both, but do you write the lyrics first, or do you write the music first? I would always do the beat first. I always listen to but always, like, I like to listen to a beat first at least have a melody in my head mm-hmm. and a rhythm in my head to that's how I get the writing done better I could write without a beat but I don't prefer to do it that way I, I always things flow easier when there's a set sound in my mind mm-hmm. so there are occasions when yeah I do write lyrics and like I write rhymes but there's it's all mumbo jumbo and I don't know how to uh, flow it correctly until I hear an instrumental track so yeah very cool and now you have reached over forty-five thousand people on social media <clears throat> and you just released your album called i'm going to try to pronounce it but it's ganar oh ganar yeah i released that in january uh last year but it's still like yeah you yeah. can still say it's, it's getting momentum because the streams go up every single day and i'm very proud of that so thank you for uh, recognizing that. Yeah, um, and actually that's a Spanish word for to win, right? It means to win. So can you just tell us a little bit more about yes. this album? Because it's still gaining momentum. Uh, so like what it means to you and what you, like the effort that you put behind it. 
Yeah, of course. This is one of my like special all-time favorite projects. Um, so I was Ganar, like you said, that means to win. Um, it, the album started, well, the whole idea started when I was sitting in a Spanish class and we were going over adverbs and all of that. And Ganar came up, uh, so we were learning what different things meant. And I remember that day, and I was just writing down my notes, and I was like, I really like how that goes. Like, Ganar, that sounds, it, that sounds really cool, like, to win. So I wrote that down in my notes, like, on my iPod as something I should consider building something off of. And it ended up, um, I ended up knowing for sure, if, if I make an album, that's what I'm going to name it. That's what I'm going to name my next album, mm-hmm. just Ganar because of what I stand for and being uh, ambitious and all of that. So things about overcoming obstacle and winning in the end, excuse me. So yeah, it's a 10 track album. I produced the majority of the album. Um, you have the 10 songs I produced all on my own, uh, just in my room doing uh, tracks and then took them to the actual studio to go over them and do them with the professional engineer. Very cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm glad that you were telling us about the work you put behind it because after watching your interviews and stuff, I know that you're a very hard worker and you're very proactive. You've been in many interviews, covered like in iHeartRadio, Yahoo News, parts of events, charities. And I even heard you say, if you want to do anything, you have to just keep applying yourself. Okay. Yeah. So what motivates you to keep applying yourself and keep working so hard? Oh, that's an interesting question because the thing is, I'm not exactly sure. Like, it's just me. I just know that um, I don't ever want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I know, like, my music is so good. And I get the reaction. (laughs) I get the reaction all the time from my fans and my audience. So even before no one was really listening to me, I still said, okay, this is really good. Um, I'm proud of this, so let, let me put it out. And yeah, it was, it was, I was right, it did pretty good. And it, I'm just mo- kept motivating to do it because I'm not doing it to, for any external gain. I'm just doing it for the sake of making music. And that's what people need to understand in life in general, no matter what your career is, you will, you will have the most successful career if you do something just for the sake of doing it and not to gain something else. You will see success come much quicker when you're enjoying every moment of it and not waiting for the end result. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, enjoying every moment, not not l- enjoying the journey, right? Exactly. Not, just, not just, oh, uh, I'm going to make money or I'm going to be famous or anything like that. It's the Mm -hmm. whole way the whole process yeah and actually this kind of seeps into my next question that i want to ask you is you very much believe in having a positive mindset and Mm -hmm. i know that you listen to positive affirmations and i wanted to Mm -hmm. ask you more about why that's important to you and if this has a part in your music creation all right sure so sometimes i struggle with negative thoughts sometimes I struggle with feeling like I'm not good enough and even though like to the whole world I could appear to be like such a positive person and be an inspiration to others there are times that I fall off the wagon and I'm not going to deny that but um 
yeah, the affirmations help me with just <clears throat> being able to continue going. Cause even if if in my own mind, if I'm having a like neg down talking or like thinking, oh well, this is not gonna work, and why am I trying this? Even if I'm thinking that, just saying an affirmation or hearing it from someone else is will always do me a benefit. Mm -hmm. So, and that even goes like far beyond career-wise. Even though my whole life is occupied by my career, it's still it's still the little moments and the little things that counts and what it does for you. Um, being present is another thing it helps. It helps to not be so anxious about um, pending events or it helps to not be so depressed about past events. That's usually what affirmations do. If anything, they put you in a state of being present. I love that. I love that answer. And you're also so young, so it's just great hearing that from you because oh, I feel like you're, you're so you're wise lucky. beyond your years. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not even just me. Like, I got to give it credit to my generation. Like, if you see other people around my age and, like, maybe a little younger or older, it's going to be way more and more that you're going to be hearing that. So I feel like that's a, it's a pretty good thing. Yeah, I like that. And I kind of just want to shift gears here a little bit and talk more about your music and your approach to music, uh, like your business standpoint, because I know that you approach your music career from an entrepreneur standpoint, right? Uh -huh. Can you tell us more about what that entails? Okay, so uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a loaded question, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, take your time. <laughs> um well this is the no formula podcast i can tell you right now there is no formula for being an entrepreneur yeah i can tell you that i approach things um as what do i want at the moment do i want to get more streams on my music do i want to engage more on social media or build a brand do I want to invest in merchandise? And with each, whatever's more important to me at the moment is what I would put my finances in and what I would put my energy in. And I do that by making connections like on LinkedIn, that's how I found you, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch of people that are, I just have one-on-one -on -one relationships with and they help me do they help me with whatever i need or whatever i want to invest at the moment and if i'm done or if i'm not interested in that anymore then it'll be like oh we're still cool but i'm gonna focus on this now or if i want to work long term with somebody then yeah we'll keep in touch mm -hmm. so i hope that answered the question well but yeah it, it, it's like you're being forced to be an entrepreneur because you're being forced to have to network you're being forced to have to um, look at who can help you with what. And the thing is, you're not hidden from those people or you're not hidden from whoever you want to work with. You're not hidden from a PR agent. Mm -hmm. You're not hidden from doing an interview with somebody. You know what I'm saying? You kind of have, everyone wants to work now. So you will have an easier time making those things happen. 
And I think that's what makes you so proactive is that you see the opportunities that are out there and then you just go for them. You see that, okay, these are my goals. How do I accomplish these goals? And then you go out and you get interviews, you go out and you increase your streams on Spotify, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so going, leaning towards more about like your marketing strategies, um, what do you think were like, let's say the top three marketing strategies that you use to grow your fan base? Okay. Um, although the platform I'll tell you is Instagram. That's where I get the most the views and stuff. The oh, market, really? Yeah. Currently the marketing strategy was just here. I have a community of people and they interact on my page and they themselves got so inspired by it. They make their own fan pages and then with that, they all interact on that page and things grow and grow. I've also used Instagram advertisements and however many people I'm trying to reach, um, I won't reach, like, of course I'll reach people, but not everyone will be interested, but the few that do get interested become fans. And it's all about, yeah, you're gonna have to invest in advertising and all that stuff but the outcome will always be great if you have a target audience especially so that is how I do marketing and also I have my own like I just have a whole brand I don't want to say like I'm a product on the shelf but this is what I mean my whole thing is surrounded on like you said affirmations and and looking into the deeper meaning of things so yeah and I think I think that's how you built your brand, right? With all your values, mm-hmm. you built your brand and then you used Instagram as a platform to get the word out there. Yep, exactly. Um, so when my fans like contact me or they want to reach out to me, they know, or when they view my page, like they already know what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. So I talk about like language a lot. Like I talk, teach my fans about that. So currently I'm wearing this shirt. Mm-hmm. This is here. And then on the back, I'm not going to like spin around, but it says fear <laughs> is nothing but the atmosphere. And I said that because um, if you study elements, you got fire, earth, air, and water. And the water would be the river, which yeah. would be the bar of fear. And that in, uh, accumulates into our atmosphere. So when I say the word fear, or like if somebody mentions fear, you can flip that around and say it doesn't mean that you're necessarily scared. It just means that's kind of what we live in. It's an acronym for the atmosphere spelled differently. And then, yeah, that's kind of what I like to teach people because I notice these things. So I like to make it a whole thing and like tell them this is what I actually believe it means. So yeah, I like that. Can you give us another example? <laughs> right, cool. There's plenty of examples. Uh, so the other day, I was taught, teaching my fans about the word parents. Uh, like your parents, you know, your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So you got pair, like P-A-I-R. Yeah. And I said, that's a pair of two people because it's your mom and dad. And rents, what is rents? R-E-N-T-S, like you're renting something out. So what do you do to your parents? You rent them out, like you rented out your mother's womb in a way. That was a place where you stayed when you were younger mm-hmm. so, so you rented that out that living space out you rent out, rent out for the resources 
you rent them out for like their home when they're when you're younger and you need them to nourish you you rent out them out for their energy because they give you energy to nourish and grow you so it's like a parent is a host of a child or whoever's uh renting out their space at the moment that's mm -hmm. kind of how i came to the conclusion of parent what parents mean and yeah i just threw, threw that out threw that at them like two days ago i posted that on my story and yeah, I hope you don't think I'm crazy, but this is no. I believe that's what it means. No, I've I've heard you I've heard you mention like many of these of these things, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I have to ask her to define one for us. So yeah, thank you for that. Okay. And okay, let's say I told you I wanted to start yeah. rapping. Okay, like a whole rap career, just getting into the music scene. Right? What advice would you give me? to build my audience? It's gonna be cliche, but honestly be yourself and just post as much as you can because mm -hmm. no one would see anything as out of the ordinary. So like, let's say you're like mad nerdy or like you have no confidence <laughs> and you just think you're like- Oh my God, are you describing oh me? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so you think, oh my God, I can't compete with these people. Like it's fine because there's an, what there's a niche for that you know that that uh commercial there's an app for that yeah like, i'm telling you well there's a niche for that there's mm -hmm. a niche for that there's a there's an audience for that okay just so post, just at this point is posting as much as you can and being as creative as you can okay and so then, basically being myself so being authentic creative mm -hmm. and consistent yeah consistency that's the word yeah, yeah. okay very cool so let's say you had to restart your whole career. Let's say today, everything that just happened in the last, oh my gosh, since you were six. So for the last 13 years didn't happen and you were starting today. What is the first thing that you would work on? If I, would, uh, if I was going to start again, I said I would post, be more confident and have more confidence to just post more of my stuff and be more consistent um, because I, I feel like I'm doing good now, but it would just be a matter of me doing what I'm doing now, but to like double time. Mm -hmm. so, so just yeah. in volume, just a lot more volume. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, very cool. So I have a few questions, but we'll do them like, like fast questions, okay? <laughs> okay. What are your goals in the music industry? My goals, I have a goal. My goal is to just perform in front of as many people as possible. Oh, nice. That's my goal. That's it. Who are your role models in the industry? Mm, Pharrell Williams. Um... This is a little weird right now because everyone thinks crazy things about him, but Kanye West, um, <laughs> his early stuff, well, his stuff now, but just his music in general and mm -hmm. him having that like raw confidence was is was like a role model to me. Jaden Smith. Mm -hmm. um, I was just, who else was it? Um, well, I see, how come when people ask me questions, I can never remember? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when that happens um there's just you know it's a bunch of people 
Okay, well, that's everything. Your top three, that was good. Yeah. What is the hardest thing you encountered in the industry so far? People just lying. Oh. (laughs) And not even, not musicians and stuff like that, but executives or A&R people or people claiming that they have some sort of connection with somebody that they don't, or they're trying to hype themselves up to impress me Mm -hmm. for some reason. I'm not impressed by celebrities in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. so not like people could walk up to me and say, well, I know so-and-so I can help you with this and like hyping themselves up. I'll just be like, okay, that's great. But <laughs> what are you actually going to, what have you done and what actually could you do? Cause I'm a little bit different or my view, my, my goals are not the same. So like I've met celebrities before. It's not really a big deal to me. Who's the yeah, biggest respect, person you met? Uh, people, of course. But, um, probably, oh, do you know Harry Hudson? No. You know who he is? Uh, that's one of, like, Jaden Smith's friends. I've also met Jaden Smith as well. Oh, but very cool. We, we, like, talked and had, like, a cool conversation. So, also, I grew up on Long Island, and my friend Trillian, his dad is a rapper. His name is Busta Rhymes. So, <laughs> so I'm guessing he, you met him. Oh, yeah, I've had times before, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Cool. Okay, that's very cool. So, So, this is the No Formula podcast, like you said before, Mm -hmm. because there is no formula to success, okay? Uh What do you think is your formula that got you to where you are today? My formula was to... My formula was know what I want at the moment and make an investment on that. And that was basically it. That was my formula. Just be specific, be goal specific Mm -hmm. and work towards that goal and then watch the outcome. And it's worked. And my formula also is it doesn't take so much money even to, for you to blow up like that. Like, I always knew like I could do so much like I've done so much even for free like even without financial backing that I'm proud of that's amazing and then okay so in honor of you being here I wrote you a poem oh really yeah so I can't wrap it but I'm gonna read it to you okay so it's it's about the no formula podcast because that's what I know best so that's what I'm gonna right about (laughs) um and then if you want you can freestyle for us just if you want (laughs) so this is this is my poem to you the no formula podcast is about business growing your passion knowing your audience going the distance learning from founders who create their own journeys you need to tune in every tuesday to absorb these learnings. Every week, a new story, new value to obtain. Don't worry, my day job is where I'll remain. I like that a lot. (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So I thought I should put a little extra effort into writing a poem for you. And that's what I came up with. I appreciate that so much. (laughs) You're like the best host, like one of the best hosts, like or that I've encountered so far. Oh, like, thank I you. Really just, like, you're so like genuine. That was really nice. 
Thank you. Well, if you want to freestyle a little bit for us, or oh, or just yeah, one of I, your songs. Oh, uh, you mean like play one of my songs? Yeah, or if you want to sing it, or I don't know, whatever you want. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna do uh this song I have called Fire and Ice. I'm gonna just do the chorus. Okay. All right. I know that one. Simple. It goes like this. Fire. Oh, you ready? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's fine. You, you can still rap it for everybody. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. do it now. All right. Okay, perfect. Fire, ice, both burn if the temperature is right. Gotta understand this about life. You don't get this, you don't get life. Fire, ice, both burn if the temperature is right. Gotta understand this about life. You don't get this, you don't get life. That's it. Yay! <laughs> awesome. Well, Kendall, thank you so much for You're being welcome. here on the No Formula podcast and sharing your knowledge with us as well as your journey. And I'm definitely going to keep up with your music career and I hope we keep in touch. Me too. Thank you so much, Laura. Have a good night. You too. Have a great birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Just before ending this episode, I want to highlight how Kendall embraces her authenticity and leverages it to build her brand. I love that she approaches her music like an entrepreneur and how she's proactive and dedicated to her craft. Make sure to check out her music on SoundCloud and YouTube. Thanks for listening, everyone.